Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. Welcome once again to our podcast, Always Abounding, and this is Brother Keith Stensis. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, for those of you who have subscribed or follow our bot podcast, uh, thank you so much for your prayers and support, and I hope and pray uh, that we will continue to be a help and a blessing to you. And uh, once again, our podcast is based upon my life verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And uh, so I hope that you're always abounding. I hope that you're looking for ways to do more for the Lord Jesus Christ in these days that we're living in. And uh, I hope that you are looking for opportunities to be more involved in the ministry, not less involved. Uh, I do want to uh, let you know that I am recording this podcast in a uh, business center of a hotel room. And so if the sound does not sound uh, as professional as normal, uh, please forgive me for that. But I hope you're able to hear me well. And I hope that uh, this program will be an encouragement to you. If you have your Bibles, turn to Exodus and chapter number 17. Exodus and chapter number 17. I want to uh, just share with you for a little bit here uh, a passage of Scripture that the Lord spoke to my heart about uh, the other day as uh, I was reading my Bible. And uh, most of the time uh, when I when I find my messages, people always ask, you know, where do you get your messages from? And uh, I have to say, most of the time, uh, my messages come from my daily reading of the of the Bible. There's something that will just stick out and, and uh, something that I'll see, or the Holy Spirit of God will teach me something that I've not seen before. Uh, other times, I get ideas from other preachers or maybe as I'm reading books or whatever. But this one here, I was reading the other day, and it just, just seemed to jump out at me. And so I want to uh, uh, teach this to you and just give you what the Lord uh, taught me uh, through this passage of Scripture. Exodus chapter 17, and notice in verse number 1. Exodus 17 and verse number 1. And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord, and pitched in Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses, and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water, and the people murmured against Moses, and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt, to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, what shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. Um, you know, you know the story. Uh, the children of Israel have come out of Egypt. They've been in Egypt under bondage for 430 years, and uh, they've been crying for God to deliver them. And uh, they have come out of Egypt, which is a picture of uh, salvation. Uh, Egypt is a picture of the world, and so they were delivered by Moses, who's a picture of Jesus Christ, and uh, delivered them out of Egypt. And now uh, they are going through the uh, wilderness, and they are heading to the promised land, that, that, that which pictures the victorious 
Christian life. And uh, so they're going through, and, and God is uh, bringing certain things in their life, uh, just, uh, and the Bible says, to try them, to know what is in their hearts. And uh, God is testing them, and God is proving them, helping them to see who He is. And a lot of times we give the children of Israel a hard time. And uh, I know I do. I say, man, you know, you've seen all these amazing things that God has done and, and all these miracles and, and, I mean, just the parting of the Red Sea. My goodness, uh, uh, I would think that if I saw the sea, Red Sea parted and the power of God behind that, you would, I would be the last person to murmur and complain. And, uh, and, and, and it's just amazing to me. I, I say this many times. Everyone, uh, a lot of your charismatics around the world today are uh, looking for signs and, and saying, oh, if we just had signs, you know, we would serve God better. But here you have the children of Israel, and they had some of the best signs that you could imagine and saw some of the best miracles you could imagine, and yet continue to murmur against God, continue to murmur against the man of God, and uh, But again, before we give them a hard time, how many times do we do the same thing? How many times do I do the same thing? Uh, how many times do we sit back and complain and we say, God, why did you put me in this situation? Or uh, God, why is this happening to me? And, and uh, Lord, how come somebody else is blessed better than I am? And, 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 and the fact of the matter, though we may not do it outwardly with our mouth, in our hearts, how many times can we truly honestly say that we're just like the children of Israel? And so here they are, they're complaining, they're murmuring against Moses because they have no water. And I just, when I, when I read verse number four, the question stuck out to me. And, and the Bible says here, Moses cried unto the Lord saying, what shall I do? What shall I do? You ever ask yourself that question, what shall I do? You know, in, in, in every day of our life, we are faced with situations. What shall I do? Uh, what shall I do about the future? What shall I do about the person I'm going to marry? What shall I do about my finances? What shall I do uh, about the, my ministry and serving the Lord? And, and so many times we ask that question, what shall I do? And Moses was in a, a situation here. He says, hey, these people are about ready to stone me. These people are about ready to kill me. And he's just crying out to God and saying, God, what should I do? And I think it's very interesting as you look at the response of the Lord in this situation, I think it would be something good for us to learn because there's going to be times in our life when, you know, again, our desire is to always abound in the work of the Lord and our desire is always do more for the Lord. But I guarantee you uh, there are going to be times in your life and there are times in my life when we just sit back and we say, Lord, what should we do? What should we do? Uh, Lord, Lord what, what's the answer? And, uh, and, and sometimes we want God to answer us. We want God to show us the direction we're supposed to go. Uh, but notice the response here. There are three responses that God uh, gave <clears throat> uh, to Moses that encouraged Moses and helped him to understand what he should do. Notice in verse number 5, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that sounds so simple. But, you know, when you don't know what to do, go on. Keep doing what's right. I mean, yes, there are times in life that we, 
we don't know the specifics maybe about a, a, a situation that uh, that we're going through or a situation we're trying to figure out but there is enough in our life that we do know what is right sometimes sometimes we face situations in life where we just want to where, where we can't figure it out and so we just give up on God and we just stop serving God we stop going to church we stop we just throw it all out but God told Moses he said Moses go on all right now let's read the whole thing to get the context. The Lord said to Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river. Take it in thy hand and go. Moses, you have in your hand the very rod that parted that Red Sea. You have in your hand that very rod that represents my authority and my power. Go on. Go on. Hey, listen, people, we have in our hands the Word of God. The Word of God is our authority. The Word of God is what we preach from. That, that is what we get our, our, our power from. That is what we get our, the mind of God from. That's what we get our authority from, is the Word of God. Everything we do as a believer is based upon the authority of Scripture. And so when you don't know what to do, go on. Amen. You have in your hand the Word of God. You have in your hand what is truth. You have in your hand the will of God. And so take up that rod, take up the Word of God, and go on. Stay focused. Don't let the questions of life deter you from what you know is right. There's a lot of things in life that I don't know the answer to. There's a lot of things in life I can't figure out. I mean, even tonight, uh, I was praying as I was out walking and, and, and just crying. I was crying out to God and just saying, God, why? God, I don't understand. Why would you allow this to happen? God, why would you let this situation come up? God, I just don't understand. But my friend, listen to me. Just because I don't understand that particular situation and just because i don't understand that particular uh, the the answer to that particular problem does not negate the fact that i have the word of god i have the will of god i have the mind of god and i can still go on i can still go on i can still be faithful to the lord i can still serve the lord with all my heart with all my soul with all my mind so what do you do when you, when you don't know what to do? What do you do when you just say, what shall I do? Well, the first thing is to stay focused and go on. Go on. Take up that rod. In, in, in Moses' hand, that rod represented the authority of God. And in our hands today, the Word of God represents the authority that we have from God to do what we know is right to do. So take it up and go on. Notice the second thing. The Bible says there in verse number six, Behold, I will stand before thee upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. Notice the first part of verse number six. God says, Behold, I will stand before thee. God says, Moses, not only do you need to focus and go on, but number two, you need to have confidence that I'm standing with you. You need to have confidence that I'm standing with you. Moses had no idea 
that they were going to get water out of a rock. Had no idea. But I'm telling you, God was able to bring the answer to that problem in a way that no one could imagine. And, and again, in our lives, in my life, how many times do I face situations in life where I don't know the answer? I don't know what the, what the solution is. But I can have the assurance, my God will never leave me nor forsake me. I have the Holy Spirit of God that indwells me. The Bible says He has sealed me until the day of redemption. I am not forsaken. I am not by myself. God says, I promise, I will stand before thee. What a great promise. What a great assurance. What great confidence that we can go on. And with, even without the answer, we can have the confidence that God is standing there with us. He's standing there with us. That, that's what, when you look at the children of Israel, and as I've been reading through this and going from place to place to place, they were to follow the pillar of fire. They were to follow the cloud during the day. Why? Because the cloud and the fire, pillar of fire knew exactly where they were supposed to go. It was there before them. It was leading them. And in the same way, you and I, as believers, we can understand that God will stand before us. He is there ahead of us. He knows what we're going to go through. He knows the trials we're going to face. He knows the answers that we don't have. But He is before us, and He has the solution to the problem. And that's what He's telling Moses. Moses, I have the solution. And I'm going to stand before you, and I'm going to do a work. I'm going to do a miracle. I'm going to use you to accomplish and bring about this solution. And so he says, Moses, I want you to have confidence in me. Notice in verse number seven, verse number seven. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the chiding of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? What a question. What a question. Now, these people were tempting the Lord by saying this. But I want to ask you the question, is the Lord among us or not? Now, they were complaining and they were tempting God because they were saying God is not providing our needs and God is not taking care of us and God is not taking, you know, lead us in the right way. They were looking at it wrong. But I want to ask you that question and, and help us to understand and make sure that we have the right perspective in life. Is the Lord amongst us or not? And I'm just telling you today, He is. He is amongst us. But, you know, many times, and, and again, you learn this as you study the children of Israel as they're traveling through this wilderness. God tempts us, and, or God tries us, and to see what is in our hearts. He wants to try us and prove us. He doesn't, the Bible says God tempts no man, but He wants to try us and prove us to see what is in our heart. Is the Lord amongst us or not? Is He faithful or not? Is he the God of gods or not? Is he the King of kings or not? And I know today as I was crying out to the Lord and just venting my frustrations to God, he began to speak to my heart and saying, you know, am I the God of gods? Am I the King of kings? Am I the one that sets up kings and takes down kings? Am, am I the one that, that is in control or not? Am I the creator of this universe? 
do I hold all things together or not? Am I the one that created you? Am I the one that has prepared a place for you? Am, am I the one that came to this earth and died on the cross and, and gave you eternal life and allowed the Holy Spirit? Am, am I there or not? And, and, and sometimes, my friend, we, we live a life that honestly, though with our mouth we say that God is near, but in our heart I believe that we truly question and we wonder, where is God? Is He here? And I just want to ensure you that He is here. Sometimes in our flesh, because we're not living by faith, sometimes it seems like God has abandoned us. And sometimes it seems like God is not there. But I tell you what, when he asks that question, is the Lord among us or not? I assure you, He is among us. He is among us. So what's the point of the message? Go on. Go on. The Lord is amongst us. He is standing before us. And so what else do you and I have to do but go on? And that's what the Lord begins speaking to my heart about today. Hey, things are things in life don't turn out the way we'd like them to go. And, and leaders get put into positions that we don't like to be in those positions. And laws are made that we don't like. And, 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 and decisions are made in, in our community that we don't like and we don't enjoy. And so what do you do? You go on. You go on. You know what's right. You know what the Bible says. You know what the truth is. Go on. Always abound in the work of the Lord. When Paul said that statement, always abound in the work of the Lord, he did he was not he was not saying that, you know, always abound when everything's working out well. Always abound when when the church is just doing great. Always abound when the government is just the way we want it to be. No, the word always means in every situation of life. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. My labor for the Lord is not in vain. My labor and what I do for the Lord Jesus Christ is not in vain. And so what must I do when I ask the question, what shall I do? God, what shall I do? What do I do about this problem? What do I do about my financial situation? What do I do about my family? What do I do uh, about my ministry? What do I do about the future? Go on. Go on. Grab the Word of God. Grab the authority in your life and hold it high and go on and have confidence that God is before you and He will provide the solution. He will provide the solution. Now, it may not always be what we want. It may not always be the answer we want because we, we, we have a very finite mind and we have in our mind what we think is best for us. God knows what is best. And He's going to be sitting out there in front of us, before us, saying, listen, hey, don't worry. I will stand before thee. And when you start seeing that water come out of that rock, you're going to be able to see, yes, in fact, the Lord is amongst us. Father, thank you so much for this passage of Scripture. What an encouragement, Lord, that it was to me. And I hope it might be a help and a blessing to someone else that's listening today, maybe asking the same question, what shall I do? What, what can I do? 
And Lord, I just pray, God, that we would take the principles of God's word. And Lord, I pray you help us, Lord, just to go on. Keep abounding. Keep, keep serving the Lord. Keep staying faithful. Keep understanding that the Lord is with us and He is there before us and that He has the, the perfect solution to every difficulty and every problem that comes into our life. May we trust the Lord with confidence. Trust in the Lord with all our heart. Lean not to our own understanding, but may we acknowledge Him and let Him direct our paths. Father, please help us, I pray. Help us to stay faithful. Help us, Lord, to always abound in the work of the Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thank you once again for tuning in uh, to the Always Abounding podcast. And I hope if you have not done so already, I hope that you will subscribe or follow and uh, be a part of our podcast. And I hope and pray that each and every uh, week that we produce this podcast, I hope it will be a help and a blessing to you. And uh, again, as I read God's Word and as I study, as I learn things, uh, I just want to use this medium just to be able to help people and be able to encourage people. And uh, that would be such a blessing to me. And uh, if you're listening and uh, if you could let me know, that would be a blessing too. I'd love to hear that uh, you're out there and you're listening to the podcast and it's been a blessing and a help to you. And uh, maybe someone might have a question, uh, maybe something that uh, is coming up in your life or maybe a scripture that, uh, that you're not understanding that uh, you might need some clarity on it. I don't have all the answers, uh, but I would sure love to study it out and, and be able to help people. So whether you are in the United States of America, whether you're in Uganda, uh, wherever you are listening uh, to this podcast, God bless you so much. Thank you uh, for your listening. I want to assure you that I pray for you. I pray for I pray for I don't know who all is listening, but I do pray uh, that God would be with those who are listening to our podcast and that God would use this podcast for his honor, for his glory and to help each and every one of you. God bless you so much. We'll see you again next week. We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.